Tuesday morning, February 12th, 2019. Good morning, everybody. I'm Len Adolph. It's a snowy, cold day here in the Northeast, but through the miracle of modern technology, we don't miss a beat. We get right to you. Welcome to Sam Sells Sells Real Estate, where the fastest 10 minutes or so in real estate information, three days a week. We are in Clark, New Jersey, but we cover and sell in the entire New York metropolitan area. If you're buying, selling, investing, rehabilitating a house, or you're involved in real estate in any way, you should be listening. Tell your friends, tell your friends, tell everybody. Well, you know, folks, this podcast stuff is kind of new for me, but I do have two degrees, and I've been a lawyer for 30 years, so I'll figure it all out. You know, I'm learning something new every hour, no doubt about that. First, I want to talk to you about donations. If you go on the Anchor website or the app on your phone, you're going to see a button that says support this podcast. Now, neither John or I are impoverished. Well, maybe not John. But research does show that more people listen and return to sponsored podcasts than non-sponsored. And the fact that somebody will pay to listen to us kind of saves them a trip into our office and they get it for free. It does take time and money to put this together. I think we would probably prefer to uh, get your listing or have you come to me for a loan, but we do do shameless promotion here, so we'd be happy to take your money for a donation. I I know I don't shamelessly promote myself enough since I'm here to kind of make everybody else sound good, but don't forget, I do commercial loans, I do real estate, I provide consultant services. You can call our office anytime, 732-807-LOAN. You can also see if you go on Anchor, uh, we also broke down the podcasts into segments. So if you're hard-pressed for time, you don't have to listen to the whole podcast. We've broken it up and there are some short couple-minute topics available. We are trying to improve this thing and make it better every day because of you folks out there. We are nothing without you. We are doing this all for you. Today's guest, a regular Tuesday, Thursday guest, my buddy, longtime broker owner of Sam Selling Associates. Hey, Lenny, good morning. Good morning, Johnny. Uh, kind of crummy day, huh? Well, it's getting there. Snow is uh, starting to come down now over here by the office. You know, I want the uh, listeners to know that, uh, you know, John just doesn't uh, – talk the talk he walks the walk he's really a good dad and uh you know i know he got stuck with uh, his son this morning and they canceled school and uh that's what happens when you got a nine ten year old right that's it yes a lot of changes occur when the schools close yeah but it's been uh it's been good this year right i mean we really haven't had any snow days so that's probably why they called it i mean they're only predicting one to three but it is kind of crummy out you just came from being out there Yep, not at all. Um, so th- that's the problem. Yeah, no school days. So I guess they got to use them up, right? Use them or lose them type of thing. Use them or lose them. There you go. Uh, you know, Johnny, this week we're going to talk about property values. Uh, uh, not only should this be an informative talk for, you know, current homeowners out there, but we're also gearing the conversation to specifically address the fixer uppers, fix and flippers, rehabbers. You know, today you and I are going to talk about dealing with how to improve and increase property valuations. Uh, tomorrow, my guest will be Robert Gaines Esquire. He's the president of Ridgefield Valuations in Waltham, Massachusetts. He is one of the preeminent property tax abatement attorneys in Massachusetts. And uh, in my humble opinion, knowing him for almost 50 years in the country, we're going to talk about property tax appeals. 
And uh, John's coming back on Thursday, and we're going to give you an education on short sales. And uh, most of you should know that occurs when the contract price on a property is less than what an owner owes to the mortgage company. And uh, you never know, we could have some other guests showing up. Uh, we got a really busy week. Uh, let's get started. Uh, let's start with this, Johnny. You know, I go crazy. When I hear the Stan Merrill commercials on the radio for his free two-day seminar with a limited number of seats available, you know, one day we're going to do an uncensored podcast so I can say exactly how I feel about this. But, you know, most of it's a bunch of crap. I've known people who have been involved. Uh, this is the perfect situation where uh, a guy is making money not on his fix and flips, but getting paid by other people to teach them, allegedly, how to do what they really didn't need to go to him to do in the first place. Well, I am with you on that, Lynn. Them schools and those people drive me insane. You know, if they're lucky, maybe 1% of their students will do something with those classes. The other 99% lose all their money. Uh, I've had many people that went to schools similar to those to learn how to fix and flip, spend fifty to $70,000, and, and really couldn't tie their own shoes, to be honest with you. And, can't uh, make it up, a, can you? No, it's so sad. It really is. And this is taken from a flipper that's been in the business since 2001, bought my first house, 107 John Street in South Amboy, New Jersey. And, yeah, by uh, the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know, the reason we didn't bring on an additional guest who had rehab experience is because the man who we're talking to uh, has been doing this for a very long time. And you made the comment to me before the podcast that uh, the last couple of years have just been awful for you in comparison to what you had, uh, you know, available to you, you know, not, not even five, six years ago. Well, you're 100% right. And the problem is everybody wants to be a flipper again. So we have all the wannabes that went to school that know how to flip, that became experts in about, you know, four to six weeks and spent a fortune to learn how to do it. Then come in and help increase our purchase price on on the rehab houses because there's so many people that are bidding against each other. So now I'm paying fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars more at a for a house than it was before. Shrink sure. my profits. You know, cost of materials are up, cost of labor's up, and then profit is down. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, all these years I've been doing this since 2001, in the last 15 months, it's the first time ever in my history that I lost money. I know you can speak to this. If, if we break down just the components of what it takes to become a, a fixer and flipper, you know, from my perspective, there are three, uh, buying the property, rehabbing the property, and selling the property. <coughs> and, and to me... The, the middle part, you know, is probably the easiest and the easiest to learn, even though it's something that you have to stay on top of, making sure that the quality of the work that's being done. But really here, the issue is how much you get in the properties for and how much you're able to sell them for. You know, it's not rocket scientist, but, but, but it's not always easy to do. Your thoughts? No, no. The purchase price versus the ROI return on your investment is, you know, something that's majorly important to figure out. And and the situation with that is whatever you think it's going to be, it's not because it's going to change and it's going to be less. And I know what the most funny thing is my wife tells you best, right? She she tells people about, you know, construction and flipping a home, whatever it is. And she goes, I learned two things marrying my husband. 
And the two things I learned, it always takes longer and it always costs more. Um, yeah. and, and I love those words of wisdom from her. So, you know, acquiring a property and what you think you're getting for as a good value, um, doing your rough estimated construction numbers, right? And then right. figuring out your resale value. And, and people, the problem is, what happens is they go, okay, I bought it for 150. I'm going to put 50 in and I'm going to sell it for 300. I made 100,000. That's not true. You didn't make 100000 What happened to your carrying costs? What happened to your taxes? What happened to your insurance? What happened to, you know, you know, even if it's your own money, you still want to, you still should make a return on that investment on that money and so forth. Absolutely. Uh, so a, you know, you have uh, your real estate transfer fee there. You have your attorney fees. You have surveys. You have uh, uh, title insurance. You have uh, real estate commission. So you didn't make a hundred. You know, all these flippers put out that and they, 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 uh, they put out these things that, oh, buy it for 150, put 50 in, make 100. No, that's not the truth. Uh, and it drives me crazy when I see that. Uh, the toughest thing right now is acquiring properties that are, they're, they're very difficult. There, there's, there's a lot of flippers and very little properties. So there's a lot of competition now, which drives the price up, as I said. Uh, and then when you get into construction, I'll be honest with you, construction, you know, yeah, it's not that easy anymore either because there's a lot of fly-by-night construction guys out here that are that are causing a havoc on these homes. And a lot of the homes I've seen that were completely remodeled today will be getting remodeled again within the next five or six years because the quality of the craftsmanship is, is horrible. Well, and that, then you got uh, your return. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, and then you got uh, your sale price, right? Absolutely, Johnny. Which, isn't what it's always going to think it's going to be. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, this past winter, the sale prices were, were down dramatically. Um, you know, uh, they're, they're creeping up a little bit. But over the board, across the country, we're down our, 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 our volume and, and sale prices are down. Well, that's we're actually going to come up at the end uh, on the article or the news of the day. So okay. we're going to oh, get okay. to that. Wait for that. Let's go to the tip of the day. We encourage you folks out there, as you know, to write in and ask away. You can go up on the Sam Sell and Associate website. You can go on the Commercial Loan Squared website. Contact us or leave a comment on the podcast page. As I'm always saying to you, the more we get, the more time we'll devote to giving you answers to questions you want answered. Very soon, we'll be introducing Celebrity Question of the Day and Celebrity Tip of the Day. Make sure you give thumbs up to Sam Sell Sells Real Estate. Today's tips. All of our tips come from the app Life Hacks find it on all the platforms. There must be a bunch of people in a room just combing through books, coming up with useful tips and ideas that are really simple, but you'd never think of. Here's a good one. An effective way to get rid of water stains on your furniture is to spread mayonnaise over it and let it stay for 15 minutes. You ever hear of that? You should try it. I bet it works. Here's one more. If Drano fails to unclog your sink, Try using a good plunger before you call the man. Or maybe you should just call the man. Those are your tips of the day. We'll be right back. Before we get to the news of the day, you know, you made a comment about people who advertise to us in the business as real estate agents. They're what we call wholesalers. Talk mm -hmm. a little bit about wholesalers. Well, wholesalers are pretty much people that uh, get a contract on a property, an assignable contract, and right. they're not really ever going to touch the property. They're just getting the contract with hopes they can assign it to somebody to purchase, 
and they make themselves five, ten, fifteen thousand, whatever they can make quickly to uh, not lay their hands on a property. Um, which it's it's not as easy as it was because there, there's so many people in it. Again, once again, um, years ago when there was only uh, very few flippers involved, uh, wholesale was really wholesale. Uh, it, it was a lot of it. There was there was not a million of us around fighting for properties. So, sure. but it, you know, I do some wholesale. I, I just wholesale a couple deals to some people, and I'll be honest with you, I, I loved it. I loved it because I was able to not close on the property. I was able to give it to another contractor. We we made uh, right. you know twenty thousand dollars basically, and never had to touch anything. Right. Uh, that right. that's wholesale. That's true wholesale. But it doesn't happen very much uh, anymore. Uh, so uh, w- once all these uh, wannabes are gone, which will be a few more years, and all the wannabe flippers, contractors, mortgage people, real estate people, I'm going to hurt a lot of feelings right now, and I'm sorry, <laughs> are gone. The ones that get in the business because it's hot and good. Uh, and then and then run away when it's tough. Um, that's not me. I've been in it, stayed in it since 2001, never stopped, and I don't leave no matter what. Uh, so my best times were from 2009 to 2012, 13. We, we did phenomenal when everybody was gone, uh, and that's what I'm, I'm looking forward to that. You know, I, uh, I know what your answer is going to be to this. I think you already provided it. Somebody gets jacked up, watches HGTV, Wants to get in the business. As we said today, what advice, other than what we already talked about, would you give them? Well, you know, that's the thing. If, if you're not really you know, experienced and, and really financially secure in life, I, flipping is not a business just to get in because everybody's doing it and you think you can watch television and just do it. Um, you know, I suggest if you don't have somebody, you find somebody that you really can trust. And unfortunately, there's not a lot of people out there you can really trust to teach you this business. I'm one that offers my services and helps people. I believe in educating, elevating, and equipping people. You can always call me. We can talk about it. And I've had many consultations with people that wanted to get into flipping. And I sat down and explained to them the true numbers, the true money they would need, uh, the true time and dedication that they would need. And then I let them decide what they think, you know, if they want to try it or not. But I give them that educational piece and I don't charge them for that. I just try to explain it to them and really teach them how it is from somebody that's been doing it since 2001. Uh, and it's now 2019. Uh, and you know, with hopes that they'll make a good decision. And I've had some guys that I've been working with that did phenomenal. I've had some that just flopped and I've had some that thought about it and said, yeah, not for me. Uh, we're going to take one more break. Don't hit that pause or stop button. You don't want to miss anything we have to say. Stay right there. Johnny, we get to news of the day. Uh, staying in line with the topic, this is an article from back in November of uh, 2018. Home flippers are fleeing the market as their profits shrink. Uh, I think we've already heard this somewhere on this podcast before. Flipping volume has been falling annually by double-digit percentages for three months in California, where home prices are highest. Flips were down a steeper 22% annually. Gross flipping return in August fell to the lowest level in nearly seven years. You, uh, you hit it right on the head, man. 
your personal experience, yeah, your own personal experience validates, uh, you know, the, the the comments made in in the news. That's pretty awesome because I honestly didn't even read that article. You sent it to me, but I didn't have a chance to read it this morning. So that, that is pretty cool that uh, I'm on the same page and. It is the truth, you know, and they are fleeing. And, um, you know, listen, as a real estate professional and in what I do for a living, I, it's kind of gratifying, honestly, to see them start to go, the wannabes. And uh, because they can't, you know, people just come in for a minute to, to make a quick buck and run. Here's That's a, not what I'm about. Here's a, a comment from one of, uh, of the vice presidents who did the research, a competitive housing market with just trace amounts of distressed deals available is a challenge for home flippers because the traditional flipping model depends on a steep discount when the home flip is purchased. Boy, that's right on the money. Yeah, 100%. That's right on the money. Anything else you'd like to add before we uh, go away for the day? Uh, not really, I think. I think we're pretty good. I think we gave the audience a great definition of flipping, and if you guys need help, uh, you know, give me a call. But here, listen, I got a couple of acronyms for flip if you want. You know what I mean? Uh, that's always out. my favorite. I love acronyms and you got, I got a few different flip, right? Flexible loan insurance program, flip fast local internet protocol, flip funny little island person. How about those for flip, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not really nothing we have to do or talking about, but it just, what the heck? I figured I'd throw them in there. And. A very nice way to end a uh, cold day with a uh, little chuckle. Uh, we will see you Thursday, correct? Yes, you will, buddy. And we're going to talk about short sales, correct? Ah, oh, sounds like fun. All right, beautiful, baby. We'll see you on Thursday. Take care. Have a great day, Lynn. You too, man. Stay warm. Bye. Well, everybody, another day, another dollar. We've reached the end. Tomorrow, Bobby Gaines comes here to talk about property tax appeals. You don't want to miss that. John will be back on Thursday to talk about short sales. Thanks to John Samsell. He was truly honest about his point of view regarding fix and flips. I think you should really take heed to what he had to say. Thanks to Jen D'Elia, John Gerhardt's, Biomedia, my boys, Max and Noah, I love you guys, Amanda Ferguson, Birdman, you are listeners. I say it every time. We're nothing without you. We want you to come right back here. We're here to help you. We're here for you. We want you to subscribe to the Sam Sell Sells Real Estate Podcast. You'll never have to worry about missing an episode. You want information about real estate. This is the place to be. Keep yourself warm today, everybody, in the Northeast. We'll see you tomorrow. Let's start with this, Johnny. You know, I go crazy when I hear the Stan Merrill commercials on the radio for his free two-day seminar with the limited number of seats available. You know, one day we're going to do an uncensored podcast so I can say exactly how I feel about this. But, you know, most of it's a bunch of crap. I've known people who have been involved. Uh, this is the perfect situation where uh, a guy is making money not on his fix and flips is but getting paid by other people to teach them, allegedly, how to do what they really didn't need to go to him to do in the first place. 
Well, I am with you on that, Lynn. Them schools and those people drive me insane. You know, if they're lucky, maybe 1% of their students will do something with those classes. The other 99% lose all their money. Uh, I've had many people that went to schools similar to those to learn how to fix and flip, spend fifty to $70,000, and, and really couldn't tie their own shoes, to be honest with you. And, Can't uh, make it up, a, can you? No, it's so sad. It really is. And this is taken from a flipper that's been in the business since 2001, bought my first house. 107 John Street in South Amboy, New Jersey. And, yeah, by uh, the way, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know, the reason we didn't bring on an additional guest who had rehab experience is because the man who we're talking to uh, has been doing this for a very long time. And you made the comment to me before the podcast that uh, the last couple of years have just been awful for you in comparison to what you had, uh, you know, available to you, you know, not not even five, six years ago. Well, you're 100% right. And the problem is everybody wants to be a flipper again. So we have all the wannabes that went to school that know how to flip, that became experts in about, you know, four to six weeks and spent a fortune to learn how to do it, then come in and help increase our purchase price on, on the rehab houses because there's so many people that are bidding against each other. So now I'm paying fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 more at a, for a house than it was before shrink sure. my profits, you know, cost of materials are up, cost of labor's up, and then profit is down. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, all these years I've been doing this since 2001, in the last 15 months, it's the first time ever in my history that I lost money. I know you can speak to this. If, if we break down just the components of what it takes to become a, a fixer and flipper, you know, from my perspective, there are three. Uh, buying the property, rehabbing the property, and selling the property. And, and to me, the, the middle part, you know, is probably the easiest and the easiest to learn, even though it's something that you have to stay on top of, making sure that the quality of the work that's being done. But really here, the issue is how much you get in the properties for and how much you're able to sell them for. You know, it's not rocket scientists, but, but, but it's not always easy to do. Your thoughts? No, no. The purchase price versus the ROI return on your investment is, you know, something that's majorly important to figure out. And and the situation with that is whatever you think it's going to be, it's not because it's going to change and it's going to be less. And I know what most funny thing is my wife tells you best, right? She she tells people about you know construction and flipping a home or whatever it is, and she goes, "I learned two things marrying my husband." And the two things I learned, it always takes longer and it always costs more. Uh, yeah. and, and I love those words of wisdom from her. So, you know, acquiring a property and what you think you're getting for as a good value, um, doing your rough estimated construction numbers, right? And then right. figuring out your resale value. And, and people, the problem is what happens is they go, okay, I bought it for 150. I'm going to put 50 in and I'm going to sell it for 300. I made 100,000. That's not true. You didn't make a hundred thousand. What happened to your carrying costs? What happened to your taxes? What happened to your insurance? What happened to, you know, you know, even if it's your own money, you still want to, you still should make a return on that investment on that money and so forth. Absolutely. Uh, so a, you know, you have uh, your real estate transfer fee there. You have your attorney fees. You have surveys. You have uh, uh, title insurance. You have uh, real estate commission. So you didn't make a hundred. 
you know, all these flippers put out that, and they 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 uh, they put out these things that oh, buy it for one fifty, put fifty in, make a hundred. No, that's not the truth, uh, and it drives me crazy when I see that. Uh, the toughest thing right now is acquiring properties. They're 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 very difficult. There there's there's a lot of flippers and very little properties, so there's a lot of competition now, which drives the price up, as I said. Uh, and then when you get into construction, I'll be honest with you, construction, you know, yeah, it's not that easy anymore either because there's a lot of fly-by-night construction guys out here that are that are causing a havoc on these homes. And a lot of the homes I seen that were completely remodeled today will be getting remodeled again within the next five or six years because the quality of the craftsmanship is is horrible. Well, and that's, then you got uh, your return. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, so then you got uh, your sale price, right? Absolutely, Johnny. Which isn't what it's always going to think it's going to be. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, this past winter, the sale prices were were down dramatically. Um, you know, uh, they're, they're creeping up a little bit, but over the board across the country, we're down our our our, our volume and, and sale prices are down. Well, yes. if if we break down just the components of what it takes to become a, a fixer and flipper, you know, from my perspective, there are three: uh, buying the property rehabbing the property, and selling the property. And, and to me, the, the middle part, you know, is probably the easiest and the easiest to learn, even though it's something that you have to stay on top of, making sure that the quality of the work that's being done. But really here, the issue is how much you're getting the properties for and how much you're able to sell them for. You know, it's not rocket scientists, but, but, but it's not always easy to do. Your thoughts? Mm. No, no. The purchase price versus the ROI, return on your investment, is you know something that's majorly important to figure out. And and the situation with that is whatever you think it's going to be, it's not because it's going to change and it's going to be less. And I, I know what most funny thing is my wife tells you best, right? She she tells people about you know construction and flipping a home or whatever it is, and she goes, "I learned two things marrying my husband." And the two things I learned, it always takes longer and it always costs more. Um, yeah. and, and I love those words of wisdom from her. So, you know, acquiring a property and what you think you're getting for as a good value, um, doing your rough estimated construction numbers, right? And then right. figuring out your resale value. And, and people, the problem is, what happens is they go, okay, I bought it for 150 I'm going to put 50 in and I'm going to sell it for 300 I made 100000 that's not true. You didn't make a hundred thousand. What happened to your carrying costs? What happened to your taxes? What happened to your insurance? What happened to you know you know even if it's your own money, you still want to you still should make a return on that investment on that money and so forth. Absolutely. Uh, so a, it, you know you have uh, your real estate transfer fee there. You have your attorney fees. You have surveys. You have uh, uh, title insurance. You have uh, real estate commission. So you didn't make a hundred. You know, all these flippers put out that, and they 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 uh, they put out these things that oh, buy it for one fifty, put fifty in, make a hundred. No, that's not the truth, uh, and it drives me crazy when I see that. Uh, the toughest thing right now is acquiring properties. They're 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 very difficult. There there's there's a lot of flippers and very little properties, so there's a lot of competition now, which drives the price up, as I said. Uh, and then when you get into construction, I'll be honest with you, construction, you know, yeah, it's not that easy anymore either because there's a lot of fly-by-night construction guys out here that are that are causing a havoc on these homes. And a lot of the homes I've seen that were completely remodeled today will be getting remodeled again within the next five or six years because the quality of the craftsmanship is, is horrible. Well, that's, and then you got uh, your return. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, so then you got uh, your sale price, right? 
Absolutely, Johnny. Isn't what it's always going to think it's going to be. You know what I mean? Uh, this past winter, the sale prices were, were down dramatically. Um, you know, uh, they're, they're creeping up a little bit, but over the board across the country, we're down our, 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 our volume and, and sale prices are down. Well, that's we're actually going to come up at the end, uh, on the article or the news of the day. So okay. we're going to oh, get okay. to that. Wait for that. Before we get to the news of the day, you know, you made a comment about people who advertise to us in the business as real estate agents. They're what we call wholesalers. Talk a little bit about wholesalers. Well, wholesalers are pretty much people that uh, get a contract on a property, an assignable contract, and right. they're not really ever going to touch the property. They're just getting the contract with hopes they can assign it to somebody to purchase, and they make themselves five, ten, fifteen thousand, whatever they can make quickly to uh, not lay their hands on a property. Uh, which it's, it's not as easy as it was because there's so many people in it again, once again. Um, years ago when there was only, uh, very few flippers involved, uh, wholesale was really wholesale. Uh, it, it was a lot of it. There was, there was not a million of us around fighting for properties. Sure. So, but it, you know, I do some wholesale. I, I just wholesale a couple deals to some people. And I'll be honest with you, I, I loved it. I loved it because I was able to not close on the property. I was able to give it to another contractor. We we made uh, right. you know twenty thousand dollars basically, and never had to touch anything. Right. Uh, that right. that's wholesale. That's true wholesale. It doesn't happen very much uh, anymore. Uh, so uh, w- once all these uh, wannabes are gone, which will be a few more years, and all the wannabe flippers, contractors, mortgage people, real estate people, I'm going to hurt a lot of feelings right now, and I'm sorry, <laughs> are gone. The ones that get in the business because it's hot and good. Uh, and then and then run away when it's tough. It's tough. Um, that's not me. I've been in it, stayed in it since 2001, never stopped, and I don't leave no matter what. Uh, so my best times were from 2009 to 2012, 13. We, we did phenomenal when everybody was gone, uh, and that's what I'm, I'm looking forward to that. 